This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Say, buddy, hold up. My job. I work this sexy job, but I don't take it anymore. I run away from sexy job, but the owner, he catch me and he roughed you up. He take my bass board. I have no, I don't have passport. No, my passport. If immigration find me now, I get kicked out of Jabin. Then I can no send money home to family back home. Passport? I assume you mean your passport. Yeah, passport. Some Japanese easy to say, some not. I practice. But this is the hard speak. I need pizza. Yes, pizza. I have the pizza. I work good. I be David, stop reading Yakuza. Last time on Friday Night Fan Fiction. Glad you can make it down here, detective. We could really use her assistance on this one. Jeez, is that the body? Holy Christmas, what happened to him? You're supposed to tell us. You're the detective. That's the third one this month. We gotta find this creep before they strike again. Based on the compound fractures, the shattered cartilage around the wrist, the severe head trauma... It looks like they were forced to read bad fanfiction until their bodies revolted and destroyed them from the inside out. Sir, we also found this near the body. Why would there be a cassette recorder here? That sick bastard. The suspect must have been recording it for their own enjoyment. And it seems they wanted us to hear something, too. Well, let's give it a listen. Should we really do that? I've seen horror movies that started this way. I've also seen hentai that started this way. Hello, Mr. Police Cop Slowman. If you have hopes to find me and stop me, you will have to play in my game. Each week I will send you the worst fanfiction I can find. You must read it and survive, or the bodies will keep coming. Please help me! He's already made me read more stories! I don't think I can handle anymore. Damn, how did he know my name was Police Cops Lawman? <laughs> Sir, why did the power just go out? Oh God, I just got hit with some paper. <laughs> it couldn't be. It can't be. Your mind and body can't possibly be ready for the thrilling conclusion of Friday Night Fan Fiction. Brought to you by Night Horse Media. Director, Grand Monat. Executive Producer, Corporate Steve. Pizza. Pizza. That has to be it. The pizza she wants must be a pizza. She's been saying it over and over. She must have her mind set on the stuff. Yeah, I guess I can see how I would make you happy. An olive jabbin, you're only nice man. No one else. Yeah, I am a nice man. Did you ever see Galaxy Express 999? No, but I saw a screenshot of it once. <laughs> That's the same as watching it, yeah. Yeah. But that is the same as watching it. Just like seeing the image of the fucking dog with the goggles is the same as watching VR Troopers. So how did you all enjoy our non-month off? Oh, you know, I didn't get a month off. I enjoyed our week off. <laughs> our whole week. Yeah. It was okay. I've been doing better. Nyami says it sucked. Need more FNF to make up for it. I want FNF to be live and new 24-7. Oh, God. <laughs> no. No. Can you imagine if we did like a week-long round-the-clock broadcast? How much money would we have to get paid to do this 
every day for like a job. What, 24 seven every day? No, no, but like eight hours every day. The plot of Speed 17, these guys have to do their podcasts and if they stop, the bus explodes. <laughs> to do it as a nine to five for the five of us, what would we say is like desired income, like 70,000 per person per year? Oh my God, really? Oh yeah. I think that's a bit like- No, I'm down with that. No, no, like we're talking entertainment levels of money. So seven, 14, 20, 23, so 350,000 divided by how many work days are there in the year? I, I want to math this. Okay, so we get weekends off? Is that what it is? Yes, we'll get weekends off. We're putting in 40 hours a week. Weekends are for when we go to Habitat for Humanity and read fan fiction while they build houses. Oh my God, I'm sure Jimmy Carter yeah, would man, be- Man, I just want to hang out with Jimmy Carter. Yeah. <laughs> Find some Jimmy Carter fan fiction. That's the real reason I'm getting famous is so I can hang out with Jimmy Carter. <laughs> you know, before he dies in like a week. Hey, don't put that curse on him. I don't want him to die because he's actually a pretty great person. You realize if he does die in a week, we're going to come for you. All us Jimmy fans. So number of working days, 261 per year. So divided by 261 means that we would need to get an aggregate of $1,341 per day divided by five which is per each person. So each person would need to get $268.20 per day. Let's divide that by eight hours and give ourselves a half an hour lunch break. $33.52 per hour. Okay, and two weeks paid vacation. No, we don't get any paid vacation. Yes, we do. No. Okay, I'm not working for this company anymore. <laughs> I'm going on strike, Logan. Let's strike until we can get better wages. Yeah, we'll take over the means of production. <laughs> yeah, let's seize the means of production. Unionize. Can I go now? No. Why? Because we haven't started the story yet? Yeah. So apparently we haven't read this one. We've read it, I think, at almost every convention we've been to since we started doing conventions for FNF. The Adventures of Kurt Manlove. Oh, yeah. yeah. By Oust Surface Disinfectant. This was the original story that Cold and Darkness Do Go Well Together was based off of. So I hope everybody is excited as I am, and I split it into five parts for us. Oh, how pleasant. So how's that Yakuza going, Dave? I've actually not, I'm not in the game. Ooh, wow. You could just go offline on Steam. But I'm not. I mean, Bun, can you come over here and verify that I'm not? In What's more superior, David's desire for secrecy or David's laziness? And yakky yak. Don't talk back. Please look at my taskbar and notice how none of it says Yakuza. I'm walking slowly over here. You can tell me. Please notice my taskbar has no Yakuza's open. Roof Jif. Yes, that's the <laughs> guy from Fiddler singing about tradition. FNF staff. That's the Discord. Steam. That's just my Steam. Unsaved project. You turned I... on my Xbox. I'm sorry. Logan, you get to go first. And we're going to try something different tonight. It's going to be referee free for all. Nobody's going to be penalized for going in and saying something, but we will all be penalized if we all overlook it. So one of us has to constantly be on watch. All right. This just sounds like Dave's free pasta, not referee. He's earned it by not having Yakuza open at the moment. Judy slowly sauntered over there. The Adventures of Kurt Manlove. Story. The Adventures of Kurt Manlove. Story link. HTTPS colon backslash backslash www. forward slash. It is forward slash. So start all over again. Whatever. Forward slash forward slash www. Yeah, you got to start over and take a drink. From the very beginning. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to go recreate my technical difficulties right now. <laughs> okay. The category is Egyptian mythology. The genre is hurt, comfort, spiritual. Comfort. I was going to say comfort. Comfort who? Author. Oust surface 
disinfectant. The Adventures of Kurt Manlove, Chapter 1. Sparkly, tentacle, butt love, smooch time, hooray. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Kurt Manlove, the world-famous skateboarder slash movie star, was walking in a park somewhere in Nevada. His toned butt looked very hot in his skin-tight jeans. His musculature glistened and rippled in the morning sun. No, mid-morning. Fuck. In the mid-morning sun. A man in a trench coat walked up and said, Hey, Kurt man, love, want to see my tentacles? They are very spark. Sparkly. Yes. That would be very hot. Can you differentiate their voices a little bit? Because they both sound sort of like comatose sexy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Yes! No! That would be very hot because I have always wanted to sex up some sparkly tentacles. Thank you for the opportunity. Is that Tara Strong that I think you're channeling right now? Kurt Manlove said and tore off his jeans with (laughs) one hand. (laughs) He was wearing a zebra print thong underneath them. He said, making kissy lips at Trenchcoat Man. Trenchcoat Man took off his trench coat. Underneath were a bunch of sparkly tentacles, which wrapped around Kurt Manlove, who moaned because the tentacles wrapped around him, and he liked it. Next up is me. Kurt Manlove, I am going to sex you with these sparkly tentacles now, said Tentacle Man. Kurt Manlove wiggled about and said that yes, please. The tentacle man put a sparkly tentacle in Kurt Manlove's mouth. It went in and out, like a penis would do if it were a penis. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Checks out. Three M's, a P, three H's, two L's. This is the worst round of Wheel of Fortune I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Millpool <laughs> is what the answer is. Yes, Millpool. <laughs> Said Kurt Manlove, closing his eyes. He felt the sparkly tentacle in his mouth, and he liked it because it felt like a penis, sort of, and Kurt Manlove was gay, and he liked penises in his mouth. Good for Kurt Manlove. Hmm, that's kind of how it goes. If that's what he's into, I mean, fuck it, right? Good for him. Do you like my sparkly tentacle in your mouth? Asked Trenchcoat Man. Kurt Manlove nodded. A blob of drool dripped from his mouth onto his hard slab of man chest. It dripped down onto his man nipple. Man nipple. And he made sex noises with his mouth. Mm. How do we make sex noises with our mouth? (laughs) Sounds like I'm eating food. And also that people are stepping on a bunch of wet sponges. I am now going to come in your mouth with this tentacle. Finally. That's actually the potty tentacle. Mm, Said tentacle man. And then he did. The cum was sparkly, and it sparkled as it dripped down Kurt Manlove's face and esophagus. Your tentacle cum tastes like the dreams of starving children. What? Said Kurt Manlove, licking all the cum off of his lips. Put a tentacle in my butt now. The tentacle man tore off Kurt Manlove's zebra underwear and bent him over. 
Kurt Manlov looked behind him and saw that the tentacle man was going to put four tentacles in his butt. Nah, ah, ah, ah. David? All right. Kurt Manlov and his beefy burrito. Fuck, where'd the staff chat go? There it is. Um, Wait, you didn't even have the story open. I have it open in the Discord window. What? What? Yeah. Anyway, Kurt Manlov. Uh, no, no. I, I, I need clarification. You cannot open web browsers in Discord. How do you know? Because I use Discord, Dave. Steve uses Discord a lot more in-depth than any of us. So what you're saying is, is I've been caught in a lie. Yes. Yeah. Well, I tried. <laughs> did you? No. I really did not bring my A-game, I'll be honest. This is the season opening, Dave. This sets the entire pace for the season. You're gonna really start stumble-footed? No, I'm about to read this shit in one go without any mistakes. Good, do so because I need you to cover for me while I go away and get my drink. All right, well, have fun. Uh, I'll just sit over here being professional. We'll see about that. Kurt, man, love, I'm Wrong. going... Wrong page. Oh, so it's the four tentacles page? Yes. Four tentacles is enough to fill your butt, said Tentacle Man. No, four is too much for my supple, tight little anus, said Kurt, man, love, tightening his su- supple, tight little anus. Oh, it's going to be one of those fix, huh? Yep. Yep. The tentacles... Brought Kurt Manlove closer to Tentacle Man's face, and Tentacle Man smooched Kurt Manlove on his full pouty lips. Tentacle Man's lips tasted like wheat bread with jelly on it. Kurt Manlove agreed to have four tentacles in his butt because he was comforted by Tentacle Man, smooching him tenderly. Tentacle Man put the four tentacles in Kurt Manlove's anus, and Kurt Manlove moaned really loud. Uh, Gronk. Gronk. Tentacle Man liked it, too, because Kurt Manlove's butt was very tight and warm, like the inside of a capybara's nose. What? What? Ew. (laughs) That feels so good, said Kurt Manlove as the tentacles went in and out of his butt. He could feel their sparkliness deep inside of him, and it felt good. The tentacles stimulated his prostate. Wait a minute, how many syllables did you just give prostate? Uh, three? Prostate? How many syllables do you think prostate has? I heard you say prostate. Well, that was because I was breathless from how out of breath I was. (laughs) All right, next up is Sean. Being refereed by Val. Being refereed by whoever wants to referee him. Val. Why are you volunteering my wife? Because fuck you. Kurt Manlow's penis had a boner. So boner on a boner, just like David from the ad for season seven. <laughs> My penis has a penis. It was big and hard and vascular. Ugh. Kurt Manlove didn't have any pubes because he was an Olympic swimmer, too. And they shave all of their hair off so they can swim faster. Uh, as a swimmer, yes. This is very true. Gary Busey was walking by and he saw Tentacle Man sexing up Kurt Manlove's butt with his sparkly tentacles. Gary Busey approved. I hope that you enjoyed reading that legendary paragraph. Oh, I did. Tentacle Man's sparkly tentacles came in Kurt Manlove's butt and Kurt Manlove shouted in pleasure. (laughs) Which one of you did that? That was me. (laughs) (laughs) No! He felt the sparkly cum shoot up into his intestines, and he started to extract nutrients from it. I don't think that's how that works. It definitely is how that works. He sighed happily because he knew that he was extracting nutrients from sparkly cum, and he found that hot. I do too. Oh yeah, BB, (laughs) said Tentacle Man, letting go of Kurt Manlove. Kurt Manlove laid on the grass, the sun glinting off all the sparkly cum that was on his face and butt. Some of it was leaking out, 
and it looked like Kurt Manlove was sharding diamonds. Oh, all right. Add that to the list of obituary quotes for me, please. Tentacle Man pulled out his special tentacle, which was hidden behind the other tentacles. This one was even bigger and more sparkly. It throbbed. Gathunk. Put that in my penis, <laughs> said Kurt Manlove. What? Rolling over and grabbing his huge, pulsating manhood. It quivered a lot, and there was pre-cum on it, because Kurt Manlove was very, very aroused. <laughs> I'm so aroused. Then finally, Valerie. That won't fit, son the tentacle man, unless we use this ice cream as lubricant. What? Yeah. When did the ice cream happen? Just now. Oh, okay. <laughs> the ice cream was mint chocolate chip flavor. That's the worst flavor for lubricant ever. Yeah. Except for maybe Rocky Road. Yeah. Or cookie dough. Cookie dough would be worse. No, cookie dough is soft and supple. No, you got frozen chunks of cookie dough with raw egg in it. That's bad, man. Hell yeah, I love salmonella on my dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> salmonella on my dick. Candidate number one. Cherry Garcia. <laughs> Willie Nelson's peach cobbler. Does that have full peaches in it? It does have peach wedges in it, yes. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's fucking dank, dude. No, I meant not to put in your penis. Oh, yeah but the flavor itself is really good. Oh, I'm sure it is. We're discussing now the worst flavor to use as a urethral lubricant. I'm just going to say like plain vanilla because it insults the penis. What about like a uh, razor blade flavor? <laughs> razor blade is not a flavor of ice cream, Logan. <laughs> Are you sure? It's like ice cream for the extreme motherfucker. Tentacle men rubbed the mint chocolate chip ice cream on his big special tentacle. Kurtman Love gripped it and rubbed it and the tentacle men moaned. Kurtman Love laid down and slowly slid the big special tentacle into his dick hole. Ah. <laughs> it hurt a lot. And he screamed. Ah! But it was partly a scream of pleasure. Steve-O. Yes? During your sounding, did you scream with pleasure as well? No, I tried to just whimper with mild dignity. <laughs> what flavor of ice cream did they use for a lubricant? Mm, the numbing kind. Oh, I love Novocaine flavored ice cream. <laughs> Whatever was <laughs> that's, injected that's into my dick to make it not feel anything. Sort of like Valium for the penis. <laughs> Um, the tentacle went further in, and there was a small tear, which made Kurt Manlove scream louder, but he still liked it. No! Maybe he's into pain? Don't you kink shame the him. The him? The him? Yeah, don't you kink shame to the him, yes. <laughs> Are we talking about the band? No, I don't want to talk about Val Velo anymore. <laughs> Alright, Kurt Manlove was actually an alien, and his blood was blue, so blue blood was ripping down his big penis and onto his balls. He could feel Tentacle Man's big special tentacle and his penis, and it was very big and hard. Kurt Manlove liked it a lot, and he said so. Oh yes, Tentacle Man, that hurts, but it feels so good, um, yes, said Kurt Manlove. I feel like that part could have been taken out of a roleplay that was the basis of this story. <laughs> He had a really deep voice because he was manly. Kurtman Love and Tentacle Man both came at the same time. <laughs> Death is a preferable alternative to Kurtman Love. <laughs> oh no. Kurtman Love's cum squirted up around Tentacle's Man's special tentacle mixed with Tentacle Man's sparkly cum. The mixture looked like sparkly milk. End of chapter one. Beautiful. Greatly done, everybody. Was there ever a chapter two? No. Uh. God damn it. 
Chapter two is cold and darkness. Getting us started for the next one is going to be Logan. Every time that you get undressed, parentheses, I hear symphonies in my head by Gun Boots. This is a Voltron Legendary Defender fan fiction. Now, Voltron Legendary Defender is pretty damn good. Every time that you get undressed, I hear symphonies in my head. My chemical romance. Summary. Damn puberty. Lance blames space. Space puberty. (laughs) Space puberty. Space puberty is making life super difficult for him. Especially since now he can't stop looking at Shiro and his buff arms and his great thighs and his great actually everything. Lance, due to the wonders of space puberty, is super into Shiro. Only problem is he's not exactly sure what else to do besides desperately obsess over how hot their leader is. I'm not reading the name of the fic again. Lance wasn't lying when he said he thought of Shiro as his hero. Shiro was a pilot for the infamous Kerberos mission, the best of the best, and he was only a few years older than them. Who wouldn't want to emulate that? Shiro's a legend, and he's their leader, and he's not at all a dick like Keith, though he could have been, and he saved Lance's life. He shaved? He shaved Lance's lice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. (laughs) I'm creating a lot of spittle and, like, my nose is filling up because I just ate a very spicy sandwich. Oh, good. Delicious. Proximity was kind of taking a toll on Lance. Spicy sandwich. Spicy sandwich. (laughs) He already knew he wasn't exactly a solid zero on the Kinsey scale. Remind me what zero on the Kinsey scale is? Straight. Completely straight. As in so rigid, you will shatter. Like steel. Mm Mm-hmm. But constant close quarters interaction. And the fact that Shiro is actually super hot. Super. Super. Super hot. Super hot. Super hot. At first, it wasn't anything major. I'm going to keep every sniffle in here from your spicy fucking sandwich. Yeah, spicy sandwich, man. And that's fine. A few dreams here and there. Lance dreams about everyone. Okay, not really. But still, it didn't feel... Oh, sorry. It didn't feel like a big deal. They were just dreams, right? And if they were about Shiro and Shiro just happened (laughs) to be topless and smiling at him, well, it's not like anything was actually happening in them, right? Right. Wrong. Super hot. Left. Only the dream started to get more explicit. And suddenly... Oh. Oh, God. Spicy sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Shiro smiling at him, topless in his random mental beachscape, but Shiro pinning him to the wall and looming over him with all his muscles and his just... Everything! Lance always seemed to wake up before Shiro can even potentially rock his dream self's world, though. And he's starting to get a lot of feelings on that. So many feelings. Like a boner. Like pants boner. His penis had a boner. (laughs) But fine. Dreams? He can ignore dreams if he tries hard enough. I mean, that's what most adults have to do. Random asterisks. You guys have all had dreams where you've woken up with boners, right? No. No. Uh... Are you guys saying you've never had morning wood? No, I haven't. Not asking you. 
No, I've had morning wood, and I've also had dreams that have woken me up with boners. But apparently, I'm the only one. No, you're not the only one. These guys are just lying to themselves. I find it hard to believe for as perverse as David is that he's never woken up with a dream boner. David, I find it hard to believe you don't be coming in your pants every day. I don't be. You look at way too much porn on the regular. To be fair, he does look at it while he's shitting sometimes. <laughs> okay. You think this man can't come while he shits? <laughs> Self-administered blumpkin? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> And Sean, you've never had dream boners? I've never woken up with a dream boner. I probably did while I was sleeping, but (laughs) I don't recall waking up with a boner like that. No. Okay. Curious. Only it's not fine about the fuck. Only it's not fine about the fuck. It's not fine. After about a week of fuck, (laughs) increasingly frustrating dreams that are bordering on softcore, the universe does the worst thing it could possibly do. And Shiro ends up carrying him on an away mission back to their lions. Oh my god, I need to blow my nose. It's such a beautiful story! (laughs) (laughs) Riveting. Is this just the Logan noise hour right now? Yes. We're just Foley artists now. Oh, God. (laughs) We just do sniffling noises. Oh, so it's like ASMR, but it's really gross. Yeah. Is this extra income on top of the 350000 we need to make, or is this part of that? Yeah, no, this is income to fund our ASMR channel. <laughs> the ASMR channel is just going to be me taking a microphone directly to a washboard and hitting it with a mallet. No, that'll sound horrible. Oh, uh, you know what you should do? Record annoying noises and then turn it into ASMR? You know there's a program that you can do that, right? Yeah, it's called Fruity Loops. It's called Paul Stretch. You're Paul... No, no, I mean, like, it needs to noticeably be, like, jackhammer noises. Can I go back to reading? Ah, if you must. must. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Every host owes me Taco Bell. Wait, what rule is that? The one I just made up. No, I think Steve just owes you Taco Bell. I already gave him $35 for Taco Bell, and I'm not feeding him Taco Bell during shows anymore because, as the Miyamoto recording will clearly show, it turned him into a zombie. That wasn't a zombie. You were a fucking zombie, bro. You barely talked for the last two and a half hours of the recording. Oh, I'm sorry, but there was things going on. Yeah, the things were you eating Taco Bell. The first hour was you rustling a bag, then it was 30 minutes. <laughs> of eating, then it was 30 minutes of Liam screaming, then two and a half hours of your thumb twiddling goddamn Yakuza. I wasn't playing Yakuza, I was playing Division. Whatever, yeah, you were playing Division and you clearly said you were not going up in levels because you needed that character in order to play with us. Your character's what, level 270? No, that's the eye level. The character is only level 30, Steve. Oh, Jesus. Why do you play games with this guy? He just lies and then plays without you. I don't lie. It's Stockholm Syndrome at this point. I don't have anybody else taller than him to play with. David's just very upset. I sure am. I don't have any Taco Bell. Apparently, he did this last time too, but there's a world of difference when you're unconscious and when you're completely conscious to experience Shiro carrying you bridal style because you sprained your ankle chasing some dumb alien monkeys that stole your Bayard. Those were words, I guess. One of them was. No, Bayard is definitely how they say that in the show. Yeah, it is. All right. The absolute worst thing about the whole experience is that he can see and uh, feel (laughs) Shiro's biceps, knows what it's like to be carried in his arms. And if anything, this is all just increasing sexual existential crises. You are right. 
Shiro asks, looking down and not sounding winded or bothered at all, and Lance can already feel himself flushing. Flushes even more when he realizes, at this angle, he can see that Shiro shit. <laughs> shit, whoa, 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 what? What? Hold on. Oh, man, it's so hot when men shave. I thought you were going to say a different word that started with SH. He shake weights? <laughs> well played, Logan. Well played. Also, yes. Can see the bristle of stubble. Lance seriously wants to die. He is definitely not all right. His mind is a litany of, oh my God, with some holy shits. Thrown. <laughs> holy shit. Holy, holy shit. Thrown in for variety. Instead, he swallows audibly. Gulp. And oh God, how does Shiro not notice? And tries to play off the awkwardness with a wince. Fine. Just fine. Pride's wounded, though. The shadows of the lion bots grow closer in the distance. Shiro looks down, and Lance looks back up at him, and the sun haloing Shiro, and just making all of this so much more terrible. Shiro smirks, and Lance says quick goodbye to whatever heterosexuality was still residing in and holding on, because god damn... He looks so good. I'm not going to lie, disambiguity. I like that image because I too would like a taco stone to give to my Eevee so I can have a Taki on. Next up is me. If they ask, we'll say you got injured keeping your Bayard? Bayard. Bayard. Okay. Bayard. (laughs) Your barnyard rush safe. We just won't say from what. Shiro says, his voice all rough and somehow smooth. So smooth. Just like the ocean under the moon. It's the same as the emotion that I get from you. You got the kind of emotion that can be, be so, so smooth, smooth, yeah. Give me your heart, make it real, or, or else just forget about it. it. I'm also not going to lie, that's one of the laziest guitar riffs I've heard in my whole life. (laughs) I have a lot of respect for Santana, but that song is not one of his best. Well, he wanted a paycheck, right? Everybody has that month where they're like, you know what, I just want a fucking paycheck this month. Very true. And Lance swallows down around his very, very dry throat. Uh, yeah. Ha, ha. That works. <laughs> <laughs> Chuckles nervous, n- nervously Chuckles and Soviet. Nerviously. Chuckles nervous. <laughs> Chuckles nervous is a Star Wars villain somewhere. I know it. What? No, it's Dexter Jexter. Oh, God. Yeah. The real name is so much stupider than Chuckles right? nervous. Our <laughs> 50s diner of Dexter Jexter, a Star Wars story. <laughs> Lance desperately thinks of anything and everything to avoid popping a boner right in the middle of the jungle. Yeah, that's what you should post. Dexter Jexter porn. Go for it. (laughs) Have fun with that, kids. No! No! I don't want to know if that exists. Exists! I can't even speak. Dexter Jexter slash Boss Nass. Oh, no! (laughs) Although I'm sure he motorboats real well. (laughs) They form together into one gigantic flab of alien skin and fat. He's so relieved when he hears the roar of other approaching lion bots, sees Pidge heading for them. Random asterisk. Understandably, the dreams get a lot worse. Author's note, Pidge is gross. 
Who's Pidge? Pidge is the green one. Yeah. He's the nerd character. Pidge, Medge, and Bessie. Did you just say Medge? <laughs> yes. I ain't gonna lie to you, Midge. <laughs> this is not my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't lie to you, Marge. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> A lot more descriptive after that. On the bright side, Dreamlance finally seems to get to score with Shiro. Downside is that Real Lance is too appreciative of this all and keeps waking up to find soiled boxers and a spent dick. And it's all so embarrassing. He's never felt more like a 16-year-old than now. So yes, apparently this person also gets wet dreams. Damn puberty. He blames space. Space puberty is making life super difficult for him. This is an episode of Family Matters in space. Especially since now he can't stop looking at Shiro and his buff arms and his great thighs and his great actually everything. Is your face in Judy's boobs? No. <laughs> Is your face in your own dick? No. I wish it were. What are you eating? Spicy sandwich. No, my regiment of nighttime pills before I go to bed. No, I was saying that I'm eating a spicy sandwich. <laughs> well, that goes without saying, Logan. I've never seen you without a spicy sandwich. Dave, did you get those pills from infodisputes.surgery? No. Do we own that website yet? No, but I do have a website I need to buy for us. Yeah, fucking normalintercourse.info. No, 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 no. It's the truthaboutpizones.com. My fucking god uh are we gonna are we gonna launch our truther website about pizones we are Fuck not spreading you. your fucking <laughs> propaganda we've explained this in the chat so many times yes <laughs> yeah the consensus of the chat is that you are not correct about doesn't matter if i'm not correct if today's media has proven anything it's the conspiracy theories that get the most exposure so if we want fnf to make it we have to follow through with the truth about pizones.com pizones did pizzagate <laughs> <laughs> so wait i've got it <laughs> let's start calling this pizone scandal pizzagate oh no all right no, all right no, no. hold on hold on Hold on, Logan, Logan. We don't have to change our name because we can keep our initials. We'll be F and F. Friday nonfiction. And then have it like scary typeface. Oh my god, this is a million dollar idea. <laughs> we cracked the code! Well, I own Omnisphere, and there is literally a preset called New Fox News Special, and it's just a scary bomb. <laughs> so yes, we can do this. But I'm still getting the truth about Pizones.com. You're a fucking animal. Yes, I am. Thank you. America used to have the Pizone. The tender, flaky goodness used to be in the hands of Americans. I don't think Pizones ever counted as flaky. Or tender, for that matter. Where did it go? What happened to it? I think the answer is obvious. Oh my god, a chicken tender pizone. Holy shit, Logan. A chicken tender pizone sounds like a recipe for death. No, fucking put some buffalo sauce in there, man. Fucking dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. A chicken parm pizone sounds good, but then again, you'd need the sauce. Steve, shut your face. You don't know culinary goodness. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, you've never made a spicy sandwich in your life. Yes, I have. Yeah, name one spicy sandwich you made. And no, water is not a spice. <laughs> who puts water on their bread? You. you. People who like wet bread. I think the answer is obvious. You. What unholy heathen puts water on their bread? Why? Steve, you'd strike me as a wet bread kind of man. <laughs> 
Make a Tinder profile, Logan, and then just put in your description, I'm a wet bread kind of man. <laughs> Swipe right for wet bread. And it's Ted Cruz's picture on it. <laughs> Where's that one Ted Cruz picture with the nightmare mouth? I gotta find that one. Shiro, that's also almost always around him, along with six other people that Lance's libido is desperately unconcerned with, parentheses. He likes Allura, but it's mostly objective at this point. After all, it's not Allura he's fantasizing about. Lance still has mixed feelings about Keith. He doubts that they'll ever really stop. However, the only saving grace about this whole Shiro is so fucking hot, has he always been this hot what-do, is that the really confusing thoughts about Keith are mostly on the back burner. For now. Sort of. Really, Keith's been having increasing cameos in Shiro's sexual episodes, but he doesn't want to think about what that means. Lance doesn't even know what to do about this Shiro fixation either. He's never really had a girlfriend or boyfriend. All the knowledge he has is from contraband porn from the garrison. And like rumors that probably super untrue. That was a tough sentence. What? All the knowledge he has is from contraband porn from the garrison. And like rumors that probably super untrue. So like what we read, basically. Yeah. Besides, he's not sure if Shiro is even... Hey, Dave. What, Logan? Is it contraband or contraband? It's contraband. Okay. The Ted Cruz in Dark Souls 2 image is wonderful. It's got just the right amount of depression on it. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think his eyes are quite that sallow. Besides, he's not sure if Shiro is even interested, much less gay, so it's not like he can do anything about it anyway. If there is anything to do about it. At this point, Lance feels like he's going to explode from sexual frustration. So this is just the inner workings of a 13-year-old's mind in space puberty. What are you laughing about? That's fucking great. Is that a fucking Krogan? No, that's Dexter Jexter on top of the E.T. porn saying I miss my home planet. In the end, it's all a completely random and wacky accident that only seems to befall him because all weird, misfortunate things always seem to happen to just him and not douchebags who actually deserve this horrible shit like, say, Key, Allura, Corin, and Hunk are off-world, getting parts for the food goo machine. The food goo machine. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a replicator. <laughs> it just squirts out a pile of avocado ice cream. Ew. Food goo. I oh, specifically <laughs> that unappealing flavor of ice cream. Because I would imagine, like, as we start to transition into food replication, everything's going to look like the disgusting green goop. You're not looking forward to it? Well, not the cool green goop you get when you get a container of flarp from Toys R Us. Oh, wait, that's not a thing anymore. I don't think you can eat flarp. No, but I'm saying what it looks like. But you can eat avocado ice cream, and it's just that off green. I mean, it's just the same green as pistachio ice cream, or matcha ice cream. Pistachio. Matcha? Matcha, or however it's said. Yeah, matcha. Maca. Macarena. Hyrule Jones is now Pizone Jones spokesperson for Pizone Truth. (laughs) Since the whole crystal corruption thing apparently caused more damage than could be fixed with what they had, Pidge is still trying to decode data holding themselves up in their room till they can get some of it sorted out. Parentheses, Lance is completely fine with that since Pidge tends to get testy when interrupted, even if it was for a joke that Lance found hilarious. Keith was somewhere being a bigger douche, probably grooming his mullet or crying over his sword or something. (laughs) (laughs) The point was, it was all a perfect storm 
with barely any witnesses, really. Next up is David. Being refereed by Tim. Yeah, by Tim. Lance's first mistake. Actually, you know what? This is uh, Voltron Jones now. Lance's first mistake is to think that after a very, very vivid dream where Shiro let Lance sit on his lap and let him ride Shiro for what felt like hours, he'd be perfectly okay to sneak into the showers and get the residual frustration out without anyone to bother him. It was a slow day. Everyone was keeping their distance and Lance was completely free to jerk off in peace. Of course he runs into Shiro. Of course he runs into Shiro, who was wearing nothing but a towel and has just come out of the showers himself. So question for you. At some point during this read, are you going to go nuts, start yelling, and throw a chair? Yeah, when he says the I'm oh my god, that's when I'm going to do it. Okay, great. Of course, Lance is only wearing his dumb boxers like an idiot because he thought no one would be around. And of course, he's kind of sporting a boner. A boner which somehow gets bigger when confronted with the guy of his dreams right in front of him. Before you continue, Dave, keep your eye on the shame bucket. Oh. Oh. I remember that picture. (laughs) There is Nightmare Mouth Ted Is that the mouth of Sauron? (laughs) I died. I fixed that. I fixed that. We're good. Finally, I've contributed to the prestigious club of posting something that should be not safe for life in the shame bucket. All right, back to story, back to story. He wants to fall into the vacuum of space and just die. Why couldn't Emperor Zarkon just, like, bombard the ship with an attack or something? Anything. To take away from the fact Lance is such a dumb virgin who is going crazy over some weird, demented crush. Shiro opens his mouth to say hi. He only sees only. only he sees Lance's reaction and then looks back at Lance's face. Shiro's mouth quickly snaps shut, the blush blooming over his face. It's like one of Lance's dreams, only this is reality, people. And he fully expects to be punched or stepped on or something perverted like that. Oh, step on me. Oh, yeah, that's what I like when I, I look at the porn on the thing that they caught with the other day. That was really fun. So was that real or a deep fake? Yeah, I would just like him to play it off. It's like, oh, I was just doing research. I wanted to see what a, 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 a guy with breasts would look like. I wanted, I wanted to see what it was like. I wanted to make sure that it was real and legitimate. I mean, I had just taken a bunch of my supplements, so uh, I of course I was hard. But that's just because of the supplements. It's not because of my interest in the subject matter. Was there our favorite supplement from that website we looked at? Was it Sex Pill Reviews? Yeah. Yeah, Sex Pill Reviews. Semenoid. Street Overlord Review. I remember this. Was it Consumer Health Digest? No, it wasn't that. Uh, Supplement Critique. There is a website called ErectionFuel.com. <laughs> Hello, guys. My name is Mark, and I set this up to provide real reviews of male sexual enhancement supplements. Ugh. Wow, okay. Ejaculoid. Even if Shiro is a totally nice guy and wouldn't, like, do any of that, but Shiro's not, not into guys, and he's certainly not into Lance. Lance, who has just spent weeks fantasizing about him because his dumb brain and dumb hormones hate him. I'm, oh my god. You weren't supposed to. Like, it's not. Oh, okay, it kind of is. Like... Lance tries to think of anything, anything, to just excuse himself so he can go leave this conversation and quietly die in the showers and maybe avoid Shiro for weeks. Only the power cuts out and the lights flash, the shower room door clicking behind him, locking them inside. America, 
I want you to think about what would happen in this situation. If you were in the showers with a hunky man of meat and you had a raging boner induced by my supplements, buy them now, $49.99. No! If you were in that situation, America, what would you do? Uh, I would uh, go. I would take a mouthload of supplements. Yeah. Think about it long and hard and consider purchasing my anti male enhancement supplement, uh, Boner Be Gone. Boner? Uh, $49.99. <laughs> Plus shipping and handling. So you're selling permanent lipness. No, no, no. Temporary no, no, no. lipness. You take one pill to turn it on and take the other pill to turn it off. Right. <laughs> we call it the keys to success. Lights on. Lights off. Lights on. Lights off. Like when you get into your car, you put your key into the ignition. That's your boner. I like it. But then when you get to your destination, a.k.a. you've skeeted and she hasn't, you turn off the car, your boner goes away, and suddenly you have a headache. Hey, what am I to do? Oh, uh, if you want, we have this new headache pill. It's called Headache Be Gone, a division of Boner Be Gone. Uh, $49.99. Visit uh, PizzoneWars.com. PizzoneWars.com? <laughs> it's me and uh, Sean fighting against the evil that is Steve-O and Val. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and David is the impartial jury and always rules in the favor of Taco Bell instead. Yeah. <laughs> is that Rice Krispie Treat cereal? Holy shit, Brian just brought home a box of Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Cool. Okay, but David. It's a good... Um, go ahead. Taco Pizzones. My God. Ladies and gentlemen of America... Visit PizzoneWars.com. We will make this Taco Pizzone happen, and Obama will not stand in our way. You're right. He definitely won't. He has spent too long keeping the Taco Pizzone out of the hands of honest, red-blooded Americans who are hopped up on my supplements. $49.99, PizzoneWars.com. Can I get back to the story, please? <laughs> no. Lance takes one powerful moment to absorb the sinking feeling of dread in his stomach, which could be cured by my pizza. Stomach ache be gone. Get it now, $49.99. And yes, I'm aware that our stomach ache cure is a pizza. That's fine. International shipping uh, is extra. Lance takes one powerful moment to absorb the sinking feeling of dread in his stomach as Shiro looks over his shoulder at the door. Did we just get locked in? Lance is about to volunteer to go check. Or maybe just punch the dumb frosted glass looking door with his fist till they could escape. Except, it's finally hitting him fully that he's locked in a room with a mostly naked Shiro and he's still hard. And this is the worst. You done? No. no. He's got a, I got another paragraph. Okay. America needs this story, Steve. Okay. He swallows and in the silence of the room, it echoes. Shiro glances back at him and Lance figures that the only way to get his boner to calm down is the inevitable rejection that's about to take place. It's fine. Well, okay, it's not, but they're, they're teammates, right? Cheryl will forgive him eventually, and maybe one day they can all laugh about this. Next up is Sean. PizzoneWars.com. And David, you will have a third read. Will I get a third read? Maybe. Why would David get a third read and I wouldn't get a third read? We're not even close to 10 o'clock. David's the impartial judge. I have to bribe him to be partial towards Pizzone's Astrombolis. <laughs> Give me four reads then. Will you come over to our side? No. No. We are the side of truth. Your side is evil. <laughs> Besides, the sooner he does it, the sooner he can retreat to the showers and maybe cry or something. Either way, this awkward stalemate was getting too hard to bear. Hey, Shira, I kind of want to suck your dick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was like a smidgen Irish for the your dick. Hi, your dick. I'm so sorry. I would like to suck your dick. I like to suck your dick. He says barely breathing between the... I've gone Scottish now. Between the words. 
and already hating the entire situation. Scottish Jones. I've been a my boner kill. God damn it, I thought it just came out my nose. <laughs> I've done my job. Uh, you know what you could use? A spicy sandwich. <laughs> this already burns in my nose. What's the point of burning my mouth? You see, Steve, the nuclear option is an amazing really way to go. Why are you now mush mouth Hyrule Jones? tomatoes. <laughs> he's not. He's Vulturo from Birdman. Called it. Right, but you see, it's, it's also the same voice that Hyrule Jones has, so, you know, uh-huh, fucking, it uh-huh. works. Also, congratulations on your burgeoning voiceover career as the oatmeal talking in him Meowy Halloween. Hey, I was in Meowy Christmas, too. Oh, yeah, you were the lizard, right? Lizard man? I was the lizard, yes. I was the lizard queen. Oh, God. He says barely breathing between the words, and he's already hating the entire situation. And looking away because he can't. He can't deal with seeing the potential disgust <laughs> that could be playing on Shero's face. What happened? Oh, God. What so happened? funny. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, is that what this person thinks girls are? Yeah. It's just Sonic in a skirt. It's just Sonic in a tutu. So, Logan, can you make that your Facebook picture? Just the Sonic face that he's got there? Just, uh, I'm probably going to make it my Twitter icon. Uh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. He can't deal with seeing the potential disgust that could be played on Shero's face. What he doesn't expect is Shero's confusion. Uh, what was that? Lance wants to play it off as a joke. Wants to just say something else entirely, but instead of doing anything logical or rational, like any of those choices, he slowly repeats while tentatively peeking up from under his lashes. I kind of want to suck your dick. I don't really know why. Okay, well, I know why, but I like, I'm sorry. I don't know where all this came from, and I'm kind of, yeah. Okay, I'll just go die now or something. I. He doesn't get the finish because Shiro steps closer and. Oh, oh no. He is so much taller than Lance. And Lance is so painfully hard. And Shiro is so hot. And not as disgusted as Lance thought he would be. He looks surprisingly okay with the idea. You want to suck my dick? Shiro repeats. And it sounds so weird coming from his mouth. His mouth. Mouth. His mouth. Meow. That's right. Hey, also, if you haven't been watching it, uh, Twitch is currently marathoning like all of seasons of Pokemon and the movies. Why are you encouraging people to do things other than watch our show? No, no, Logan. I'm not. What I'm encouraging them to do is, when our show is done, go send it their way, you know? Okay. Also, uh, visit PizzoneWars.com. Yeah, PizzoneWars.com. <sighs> and NaturalRepublicanSex.info. <laughs> but his voice is doing that rough, husky thing again, and Lance can only just nod, mouth dry. Give me your best rough, husky voice. Uh, what do you want me to say? Just anything. Uh, use uh, our test sentence. The fish was delish and it made quite the dish. The fish was delish and it made quite the dish. Ooh. I am uncomfortable. No, God, I'm hard. I'm, I'm, I'm very dish. comfortable. Yes, please. Cheryl doesn't see anything. And for a minute, Lance thinks that he's ruined everything. That Cheryl is definitely creeped out now. And that they may not even get to be friends after all this. Only instead of all that, Shiro puts his hands around Lance's neck and pulls him into a kiss and 
Oh. Oh! Ah! Of course. Look, if you're gonna do that, you gotta warn us ahead of time. That's like a jump scare. Well, maybe if you were reading along, you would know it was coming. Yeah. I'm trying to read along, but I'm also trying to look for crying gifts to express my displeasure at the screaming as well. Of course, Shiro is an amazing kisser, and his hands are all calloused, but they feel so good. Running down Lance's neck, and Lance is probably shit at responding, but he tries to be enthusiastic. Shiro pulls him in closer, and Lance is both elated and so horribly hard at the feeling of Shiro's cock through his towel. Have you guys ever been horribly hard? To the point of physical discomfort. Yeah, that's what I mean. No. Yeah. Yes. Lance pulls back and tries to sound as confident as he probably should be at finally getting what he wanted. He's not sure it works, but Lance looks at him with endearment anyway. All right, so, uh, I've never really done this with anyone before so yeah my bad if i mess up okay there's something about him admitting that out loud of admitting that shiro's his first that makes shiro's eyes flash with heat lance feels his own dick twitch at that response he's the one turning on shiro he's the one that's making him look like that lance swallows and slides down to his knees asterisk the thing about blowjobs, Lance learns quickly, is that apparently he has no gag reflex, which Cheryl very much approves of. <sighs> what a curse. God, jeez. No, no, it's just not realistic. How so? You don't get no gag reflex without, like, working at it. Well, no, there are people who are born without gag reflex. Yeah, you can be born without one, but... So, weirdly enough, I didn't have a gag reflex before I had my tonsils removed. After I had my tonsils removed, I now have a gag reflex. I just don't like eating bad food. (laughs) No, my party trick was deep-throating Pizza Hut breadsticks. Everybody has a gag reflex... It's just how far in you gotta go before it activates. Yeah, unfortunately, Steve's gag reflex was in his stomach. I could eat an entire Pizza Hut breadstick like a duck and not feel a damn thing. And now he has to sound in order to feel anything. I don't believe you even for one second. I can't show it off now. I had my tonsils removed. Do you want me to put them back? Yes, put them back. (laughs) I can't really do that because they're gone. It's like David trying to unsizzle his vast deferens. I'm David. I can't unsizzle my vast deferens. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody, shut up. A recent study revealed that around a third of a people have no gag reflex at all. So suck it, Logan. Woo! And then gag on it because you have a gag reflex. Let me see this study. All right, let me go find it. Please continue in the meantime. Lance also learns just as quickly that blowjobs are nothing like porn. (laughs) Damn! Ain't that the fucking truth? And are kind of awkward in real life. And he gets a little overwhelmed at having Shiro's dick in his mouth. Somebody in the chat just said, my party trick involves a footlong from Sonic. You are not alone, Steve-O. Thank you, Elio. (laughs) It's more than a little intimidating to have it sitting on his tongue. This is a pitifully tiny study. (laughs) You're a pitifully tiny study. (laughs) Is it of three people? No, it's 140. That's super small. That's enough? No, it's not. Uh Uh-huh. No. That's enough to establish a survey of folk. He's sort of scared. He doesn't want to fuck it up. He's really never done this before. So he moves slow. Let Shiro thrust in and out of his mouth for a few seconds. Before Shiro pulls back. And gently touches his chin. Do you make these noises during sex with Judy, Dave? No, I growl. Give me your best growl. The growl that comes out of me when I am 
having relations with my woman. Is it the sound of a volcano about to erupt? It's how would you describe it? Uh, Chewbacca. Hound doom. Hound doom. Hound doom. <laughs> yeah, I don't gurgle. He just spends the whole time screwing Judy with a mouthful of listerine. Judy doesn't want to talk about it, so there you go. You've made her uncomfortable. I hope you're happy, Steve. Happy about what? You just you mentioned making my it. wife uncomfortable. You horrible, horrible person. You brought her into this. Yeah, you did this. Nope, it's all Steve's fault. Well, I can tell you for a fact that I give Val the silent treatment while she's moaning like crazy. Moaning so badly that she has to muffle herself with a pillow or other similar object. But then Steve was going on and on about how he doesn't express any kind of joy while having sex with his wife, and that's sad. <laughs> express any joy? No, it's just my poker face. Yeah, it's your face Why as would you're you poking poke her? her face. Yeah. I wanted to make that joke, Logan, but you beat me to it. Instead, Steve's just like, ooh, watch me, watch me, ooh, watch me. <laughs> well, she can't see anything with the sheet over her. Well, I mean, that's because of the weird Jewish maiden rituals. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, you gotta have the hole in the sheet. Baby, we have to use the sheet of Toro. Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't think that's what it's called. <laughs> By the way, big fucking transgression transgression to, like... What? Transgression? That's all that blood of Christ y'all be drinking. I had a burp, like, coming up in the middle of speaking, and I panicked, okay? Big fucking transgression in the Jewish religion is to deliberately deface a Torah in any way, and I'm pretty sure having sex through one is, like, top of the fucking list. Uh, I said Toru, the big giant man from Jackie Chan Adventures. <laughs> yeah, don't you feel bad. Fucking cheers, damn it. <laughs> Please don't post Toru porn. I don't want to Do see it. that. Unless Do it it's now. Unless it's the Toru from Kobayashi Dragon Maid Lady. That's pretty all right. And because David won't talk about it, I want everybody to submit to me in an MP3 file what you think David growls like during sex. I already said, hound doom, hound okay. doom, hound doom. I'll send you many MP3 files. Do it. They're all just going to crinkle Taco Bell wrappers. That's all it's going to be. Send it to me. Steve-O so angry. S-T-E-V-O-S-O-A-N-G-R-Y at gmail.com. Okay, so he said it's not gurgling, so I'm just going to do the Chewbacca sound without the gurgle. So, Wow, he's auditioning for the three tenors. Bar a genial sensation, gag reflex, and healthy subjects. Are you still looking this shit up? No. <laughs> do you want me to tell you what to do? Yes, I want you to tell me what to look up in terms of gag reflexes. How I like it. Ugh, that was good. It was a good read. Next up is Val. Yes. Lens is so relieved to find that Shiro's as out of depth as he is. Looks just as lost as Lens seems to be. Lens feels a tendril of pleasure curl in him at that. Just relax. No. Let in what you can and go slow. No. I'll be fine. Uh -uh. Yes. (laughs) Shiro guides his cog back into Lens's mouth, slowly letting Lens get used to the shape of it. His hands run through Lens's hair again, and Lens realizes that he kind of likes the feeling of Shiro's nails again in the scalp. He swallows around Shiro's cock, hums around it, and feels the rush of pre-cum in his mouth. The rush. Okay. Shiro makes a wounded noise. <laughs> Lenz desperately wishes he could reach down and stroke himself to it. Instead, he repeats the motion, runs his tongue as best as he can over the vein. Shiro doesn't last long after that. 
gets a little rougher with his thrust and starts to fuck Lance's mouth. Lance is so far gone himself that he moans at the treatment. Glances up at Shiro as he does it. Shiro sighs, Lance's name. Lance! Like he's been hurt and it's all over too soon. Rest of the episode's canceled. Val, that was the sexiest thing you've ever done. Let's go upstairs right now. Okay! Oh, never mind, I just came. You ruined it. <laughs> he comes in Lance's mouth, hitting the back of Lance's throat. Shiro tries to do the nice thing and pull out, but Lance is stubborn and maybe been thinking of this for a while and, well, no gag reflex anyway, so he swallows as bit as he can around it. Come is not that appealing of a flavor. The look on Shiro's face when he does it is almost worth the effort, though. Wait, he's all the way down his throat. How is he tasting it? No idea. Especially when Shiro helps him up and kisses him desperately with tongue and teeth. Not teeth. And Lens is still very hard, but it's okay because... There's a crash to their left and Lens pulls back from Shiro confused. There was no one else in the showers when they were here. Who could? Kate looks up guiltily from where he accidentally knocked open the door to one of the shower stalls. Lens realizes belatedly that he didn't really look closely enough to even check if someone else was in the showers. Like, you don't hear the showers or some shit? No, I don't, actually. Steve was going deaf. Who said that? Me. Who? Val? Is that you? Yes. Val, okay, great. Val, can you please, uh, we, we need to go shopping. And also, the doctor came back and said that thing, it's not infectious, it's just ugly. So you'll just have to deal with it. Your penis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Judging from Cheryl's reaction, though, he's glad he's not the only one who didn't seem to notice either. Lance is about to say something, and it's more than borderline mean. Only he looks down and realizes that Keith's hand is covered in cum. Wait, how many times must you ejaculate to have a hand covered in cum? Completely covered? Yeah, completely. I'd say that's like four sessions at least. Are we talking like Krispy Kreme glazed? Yeah. yeah. We're saying River of Goo Ghostbusters 2 style. Oh, Jesus. Oh. If you're going like four times in a row, it's going to get less and less every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't say in a row. I just said four times. I still think four times is probably too few. <laughs> Let's add a measurement. How many liters do we need? Liters? Or milliliters? Mm, you wouldn't need even a one liter. Y no. Okay, so half a liter? You could cover your hands with like 30 milliliters. Probably, yeah. 30 milliliters? That's a lot. There's an entire ounce of cum. 30 milliliters. It looks like a standard-sized cologne measurement. As long as it's not like runny egg style where you got those big things that sort of stick together. What, the big cums that stick together? Yeah, exactly. When you're cleaning cum out of the drain and parts of it just sort of globule together in their own individual cum immunities. No, I don't cum in the shower because I'm not jerking off in the shower. Yeah, you'll get drain jellies if you do that. Yeah, I don't want no drain jellies. <laughs> Keith goes redder when Lens's eyes follow the hand to his clearly spent dick. Did you just jerk off to me giving Shiro a blowjob? In the shower, yes. No! <laughs> Kate barks. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Kate barks way too quickly to be a denial. Shiro makes a considering noise behind Lens that he ignores for the fact that Keith just jerked off to Lens giving Shiro a blowjob and for some strange reason that makes his already painful boater even more painful. I didn't, I mean, it wasn't, do you want to join us? Shiro interrupts and both Lens and Keith both turn to stare in unison. Clearly Lens's blowjobs are dangerous because he must have sucked all the sense out through Shiro's dick. He also uses a lot of teeth. That's how like, you know, in ancient Egypt times, 
That's how they removed the brain, actually. It's not through the nose. Those were lies. They, they removed it, out it through, through the dick. dick. Yes. God, no. <laughs> well, that's just because people's, you know, all men's brains are housed in their balls. Yeah. That is not a version of Brendan Fraser's The Mummy that I ever want to see. <laughs> when, you know, I got my orchiectomy, it was actually them cutting out part of my brain. Oh, you're not talking about the whale. Okay. You can't be serious. He's like the worst. I heard that all the way down here. Damn. Cher gives an unimpressed look, and it's so unfair. He already looks so composed and so attractive, even though he was spouting crazy talk. Lens, you're clearly into the idea of Kate watching us. And I'm not blind. I know Kate watches you in your battle suit when you aren't paying attention. Lens snaps his head to stare at Kate because that there is no way. Kate is steadfastly refusing to make eye contact. And I'm done. Yes, uh, I was was getting the next fic ready because uh, everybody but me is going to be getting a third read. Yay! Why not me? Why can't I not have a third read? So, Steve, I'll trade you my not read for your not read. No, Dave. David gets four reads. Why would I need that many reads? All right, you know what? Everybody but David can give their read to David if they want to. No! (laughs) Yeah, David, you can take mine. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't want your read. I offer my read to you. It's filthy and unkempt. Logan, you're up at page seven. All right. So Lance isn't the only one suffering from intense space puberty. (laughs) Join us. How, though? Lance asks, even though he has a vague idea and he's maybe more into the idea than he lets on, but whatever. He's just looking on. He's like fucking heavy, bouncing up and down with that stupid fucking smile on his face. I know exactly the one you're talking about. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) He's not about to tell Keith of all people that Keith may be pretty, but he's totally the worst, and there's nothing about him that could possibly redeem him to Lance. Random asterisks. Lance was so wrong. Keith's dick is amazing and makes up for him as a human being in general. Steve-O, what did you launch Diablo 3? Steve-O! Hey, Steve! Why did you not play video games? It's just Steve. No playing video games! Not this damn job! Half of those weren't even words! <laughs> they were all words! I guess I'm just gonna launch Yakuza 0 then. Here I go. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna play Battle Rider. I have it open for when we're done. I'm not playing. I've been good and not played a single video game this entire show. The least you can do is not make me read again. Okay, there you go. <laughs> no, you have to read two more times. Shit. He means to tell Keith this, only he can't stop making noises that sound like whimpering, and the shower room tile is digging into his back, but Shiro is taking Keith into fucking Lance Harder. What the fuck is happening? I was doing Woodman from Mega Man 2. And I was also. Wasn't very good, Your Woodman was pretty terrible, I'm not gonna lie. Fuck you. David, that was not an insinuation that your penis is inadequate, just that your recitation of the Woodman stage was subpar. The way to do a good Woodman is you have to play your own penis like a trombone. Well, I mean, I do that. You ever heard that song? That's my dick. So when you announce that the horses are ready for the Preakness run, that you're playing your penis. <laughs> is talking Keith into fucking Lance harder, slower, 
and Lance can't function past the feeling of Keith's dick in his ass hitting that spot right there. <laughs> You're so tight. Keith barely makes sense as usual, but Lance is willing to forgive him because as shitty as he is, his dick is fabulous. Fab. Fabulous. And Lance gets to watch Shiro enter Keith. Feels it. And the littlest give as Shiro fucks deeper into Keith. And Keith makes a helpless noise against Lance's neck. Lance could only laugh. No. Sorry. Sorry. No. Sorry. No. I yeah. no. I yes. Yes. Yep. Lance would laugh only. He can't think past the sensations of hot, good, and Oh, Christ. Nope, I'm done. I know it's an old trope, but I quit. Goodbye. Keith is hot. Lance's brain has all but checked out at this point. Just like mine. Because the bliss of being fucked while watching Keith get fucked is seriously enough to kill him. Oh, I scrolled down too much. Test, test, Logan. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. I think I lost my spot. <laughs> oh no, I, I scrolled down a bunch and then it scrolled back up too much. Christ! Keith is hot. Lance's brain has all but checked out at this point because the bliss. 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 The bliss of being fucked. No, I did read this already. Yes. You did. You just decided to read it again. Also, I went to go visit my dog, and now I'm shirtless. Um, what? I don't think those are as connected as you think. Yeah, they're not really, like, that shouldn't have been the sequence of events there, Steve. Anyways, whenever you take your shirt off, you gotta go, woo, <laughs> Unlike you, I'm not a freight train. You wish you were a freight train like me. Keith makes some kind of weird mewling noise, and Lance can feel Shiro's thrust get rougher, feel it oh. speed up. <laughs> As his hips slap the back of Keith's thighs and force himself inside Lance deeper. I kind of want y'all to pitch to me new male supplement names because we've seen a bunch of stupid shit and I feel like we could do better. Uh, how about Big Pee Pee? <laughs> super rear ender. Mm, mm. I'm going to have to think on this. The 200 Magnum. Everlast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really poorly MS painted image of Dave Grohl on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> that's ever long, Steve. Although that's not a bad name either. David Grohl ends up on hard time and has to shield dick pills. <laughs> you know what the funniest thing is about like that health warning for uh, Street Overlord? Is that the health warning is that it might have Viagra in it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who took Viagra has breathed on the package. Anyways, mine would probably be like, what's the largest caliber of bullet that's ever been made? T-Rex round. How big was that? I believe it's like 55 or something like that. Really? That's the biggest? Largest bullet. Largest caliber true rifle bullet is the .950 JDJ. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Which Christ. Which is .95 inches in diameter. That's fucking massive. Jesus. And it weighs eight ounces. Holy shit. It is half the size of an A&W bottle. God damn. Yeah, seriously, that's... What fires that weapon? Uh, a $17,000 rifle. Wow. Each round costs $80. <laughs> 
The recoil is far beyond the capability of most humans to tolerate and can in fact cause severe or even fatal injuries. I mean, that makes sense in a way because Viagra is like $80 a pill. So yeah, I guess it checks out. It's actually most of the time a lot more expensive than $80 a pill. The recoil impulse is 200 pounds per foot or about 13 times the recoil of a 308 Winchester. Jesus Christ. So literally you fire it and your arm flies off six feet in the opposite direction. Okay. Where was I? (laughs) Talking about the .95 JDJ. Lance yelps. Keith seems to take that as some kind of sign because he bites the juncture between his neck and shoulder and the stimulation is way too much. Lance can barely hold on. He tries to reach for cock to stroke it only. He looks up and sees Shiro watching him, sees the hunger in Shiro's eyes, and he loses it, loses himself to the sensations of Keith, Shiro, and all his damn dreams coming true. Keith lets go of his damn neck and kisses him through it. Keith's a lot less graceful than Shiro at kissing, which is fine because he's still managing to hit Lance's prostate even as Shiro fucks them both into the floor. It's a good kiss, though. <laughs> it's a good kiss, though. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. You know, solid 7 out of 10. A lot better than Lance was expecting, and he enjoys it just as much as Shiro's. Keith cries out his name into his mouth, both of their names, as he comes himself. Lance would be pissed because he can feel the fucker inside. He would be, should be. Unfortunately, he finds it very hot and just keeps kissing Keith through it. Lance is quickly learning that space puberty is actually making Keith a lot more tolerable. Random asterisks. <laughs> All right, the last page is going to be read by David. Do you actually want me to do this, or are you good? Nah, dig it out. It's fine. I'd do it. Okay, you do it. Dave. What's up? Read it as high five ghost. Okay. They eventually make it back to Lance's room after what feels like hours. This rules. Since it was the closest, mysteriously, the shower room doors unlocked themselves. So this is just a faster reading Strong Sad. No, because Strong Sad has a bit more of a Minnesota accent to his voice. Ah, whatever He's like a really slow Coach Z. Lance mentally vows to get Keith to come with him to clean the shower stalls tomorrow before Corin can notice. All right, that voice hurts. I'm not going to do it no more. All right, dude, Coach Z. He really should have known that even attempting the shower after... (sighs) That does kind of work because you're talking about the showers. Gotta drink that drink, yo. He really should have known that even attempting a shower after that would have only somehow led to more blow ja- oh blow gerbs. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. You're welcome. And Lance learn Lance learning that Keith also appreciates the no gag reflex thing. See? No gag reflex. <laughs> Why is Coach C just Minnesotan? I don't know. <laughs> but that's all right. Hey Homestar, you gave a great blow gerb there. <laughs> Thanks, Coach Z. I really appreciate the new gag we fixed. What does Homestar sound like with a mouthful of cum? All right, Steve, you're the Homestar, man. Do it. Yeah. All right. Hold on a second. Be- oh, I'm about to blow. I'm about to blow, Homestar. Open up. Oh, no. It fell all over my legs. Great job. <laughs> At least you don't have any arms. Go clean yourself up. Strong bad don't make second booty calls. That was delicious. Ew. Listen here, you armless freak. You'd better not bring a word of this to anybody. 
Especially the ladies. I can't breathe a word of it if I'm snowballing with you, strong babe. Oh, no. Hobstar, <laughs> what? How did you even talk me into this? Are we going to clip this and send it to the brothers' chaps? You've and been trying to yes. send this shit to the brothers' chaps for God knows how long. You know what? They're going to tell me that I just do an awful homestead while, and David does an extremely non-convincing strong bad. Hey, you know what? It's better than awful. <laughs> Suck it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they're sitting there jacking off to us putting smut in the mouths of their creations. And they're like, you know, we we have kids now. We really shouldn't what be do you listening mean, to we? this anymore. <laughs> No, that's what the brothers' chats would be saying. Oh, I thought you were accusing me of having sex with something, and that's something giving birth. I don't know what this something would be, because I've only had... Val is not a thing! Yeah, she is a human. No, I was talking more about all those blankets I jizzed on in high school. Listen, Canadians are still human, man. I'm talking about blankets, not Canadians! Why are you having sex with blankets? Because I was too lazy to grab the tissue box. And that comforter ended up becoming an actual comforter. I get it, because you're like, No, I ended up giving it to Goodwill. What's wrong with you? A lot. Yeah, I mean, he's got that point covered. Keep reading. Come on. Oh, shit, I was reading. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Lance would be irritated. Only he got to see Cheryl fuck Keith's mouth after two, so you know. He's kind of living the dream. Pun intended. Get it? Because this is based on dreams. I'm really tired, man. They're barely managing fitting on the small twin-sized cot assigned to every paladin room, but they're all too tired and comfy to care. Even if Keith's eye- Keith's- Keith's eyebrows are digging into Lance's- what? Oh, elbows, not eyebrows. Even if Keith's <laughs> elbows are dr- digging into Lance's side- How'd you fuck that up that bad? Dude, man, I've been drinking- that's the end of the excuses. I've been drinking. Keith's elbows are digging into Lance's side, and Shiro's kind of hunched over both of them. So, we're like dating now? Lance ignores the look Keith sends him because Keith's just pissed he didn't think to ask first. Shiro makes an amused sound. Yes, Lance. Which score? He's dating Shiro and Keith. All of us are? Keith flips him the finger. Lance is just asking for clarification's sake, really. Even him? You literally cried on my dick, Keith points out. And Lance wants to protest he didn't cry, because crying involves tears, but then he remembers that Keith is attached to Keith's dick, and Keith's dick is magical. All right, fine. You and your dumb, magnificent dick can stay. Oh, yes. Thank you, David. I've been waiting for you to say that to me for years. Please make that your text tone. Only, you could make a compliment sound like an insult. Lance rolls his eyes still. He squeezes both Keith and Shiro's hands anyway. Shiro leans down to lick the bruise that Keith left on Lance's neck. Lance detangles his hand and runs up Keith's arm, enjoying the way Keith leaned into the touch. Lance figured that space puberty was the best thing like ever. The end. All right, we got one more story to read. And this is going to be read by Sean. What? It's 9.56. I have school tomorrow. David, the rest of us have work tomorrow. David, what time do you go to school? Seven o'clock, man. Do you want to go to bed? No. Okay, good. Okay, good. (laughs) Because now we have Sean and Valerie reading Nintendo Land After Hours by Delta Smut SPD. Summary, just after closing time in Nintendo Land, you wind up walking around until Manita finds you and asks why you're there. What proceeds from your thought process is a wild ten minutes of heaven. That's about as much fun as I got of Nintendo Land as well, so... 
It was nighttime. The stars were out. The crickets were chirping, and nothing else filled your eyes and ears. And the pants were singing. No lights from the shiny attractions. No crowds of people walking about. No train chugging and whistling. Nothing. It's just you and the empty place that was Nintendo Land. Hello! Square bracket. Name. Square bracket. <laughs> well, you and Monita. She hovered to you. As you can see, we are closed for the night. Why have you come back? She asked you. You didn't quite figure out the answer yourself. You were never that fond of Nintendo Land. You were always out slaying demons or rescuing princesses. Maybe even smashing a few people. Ha, <laughs> smashing in what sense? You know what sense. Smashing! <laughs> Yet, you always find yourself returning to Nintendo Land. You don't even know why. All the experiences you can have in Nintendo Land can easily be replicated with any other trip to Hyrule, the Mushroom Kingdom, Zebes, or distant planets. Yet, you always find yourself returning to Nintendo Land. Manita looks at you. Well, she asks. You detect something in her synthetic voice. It's not the sort of tone you're accustomed to. Manita always sounds like a teacher to you. Nothing more than a helpful tour guide. However, that's not why you're here. Instead, you hear someone who had genuine concern for you. Is that how you say genuine? Genuine, genuine. Tomato, tomato. It depends on if you're talking about the rapper or if you're saying the word genuine. Or perhaps the word genuine. Then it hit you. Wabam. From when you first met her to when you learned the ropes from her of semen. Uh, no. To even when she was kidnapped and you had to save her. You had concern for Manita yourself. This is why you always came back. For her. You were in love with Manita. No. Your lips instantly flew out to Manita's screen. You could feel a warm buzz coming from her screen. Have you ever tried to kiss a TV? Specifically a CRT? It's buzzy. It's great because it's like you kiss it and then it's like zaps your face. And you're like, ah, why did I ever want to love? Yeah, you can feel the electrons hitting you. It's awesome. <laughs> Followed by a quick zap. You reel back. What was that? Parentheses name. Parentheses. She continued to sound different from her tour guide persona. A kiss, you said. Parentheses. Name. Parentheses. You know I'm unable to give you that same affection. Even if I have lips, they're not real. You're just going to be kissing a computer screen, you fucking idiot. Manita said. You frown a bit, though you understand what she is saying. But still, I love you. Name. And I want to return your affection. There is one part of me that can interact with you. But the question is if you love me, she said. Of course I do. I wouldn't have kissed you otherwise, he said. Manita looked around. Even though it was closed, you know that there could possibly be another Manita. Or even Dark Manita lurking around. Dun, dun, dun. Dark Manita? Yeah. Thankfully, her sigh relief says otherwise. Her hands reach for your belt buckle and pops it off. You quickly realize what you want, and you pull down your pants. Please stick your dick into the television. Please sit, she said. You sat on the ground. You huddle your knees a bit as you look at her hand. You worry that she might accidentally hurt you with her robot hand. She placed her hand on your lap. Don't be alarmed. You could feel that the hand was made of fine silicon. My hand was made to carry a lot of things, no matter how fragile or heavy they are. You notice that she's rubbing your lap. The massage manages to turn you on. She claps her hand onto your dick next to the fuck. She claps her hand onto your dick next. 
and gently rubs it up and down. Would you require lube? She asks. You shook your head. The motions were slow, yet relaxing. It didn't feel like she was going to tear it off like you had worried about. And her grass didn't feel like she'd strangle it anytime soon. <laughs> the hell is that? And plates. It went like this for five minutes. Then she rubbed it faster and grabbed it tighter. No, building up just like the same for five minutes and then bam. She's going to choke the chicken. <laughs> Again, not to the point where your penis was in peril. Thank you for pointing this. As she does this, this. This. Yeah, this. She swiveled to look at you. You smile towards her as you shed a tear. <laughs> There's practically no way for you to return the favor and give her pleasure. She had no genitals to touch. Instead, you held Marita, Monita, 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 screen. She glued to her screen as you let the warm touch your skin. Technology feels warm. Monita, I love you, you said. I love you too, bracket, name bracket. <laughs> She responded. <laughs> she kept jerking you off for three minutes. How specific. How long do you need to jerk off? How long does it take to make a coffee? Uh, I don't drink coffee. Oh, there you go. You felt like you were close, but it wasn't happening. That's the most frustrating and disappointing part. When you're close, but you can't actually go. I don't know for you guys, but it is for me. It's like Bennett Foddy's Get Over It, where you're making progress, but you know you're not going to actually crest any hills. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you realize something. You look to Monita after pulling yourself away from the screen. Monita, how good are you at making moaning noises? Somebody do their best robot moans. Ma Come back. I'm looking at my waveform and it looks fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you see her eyes half close for a moment before being wide open again. I suppose I can replicate what I heard at the Love Hotel, she said. Wait, what Love Hotel, you asked. You've been at Nintendo Land since it opened and not once did you see any Love Hotels. We're not called Manita just because we have monitors for faces. We monitor a lot of Nintendo Land, even the more private places. Did you know that in the 1960s, Nintendo had a love hotel chain? Is that true? I don't know. To Google. You shook your head and pondered a bit about how that would work. As soon as you did, you hear Manita begging to moan. <laughs> the Nintendo they tried to forget, gambling, gangsters, and love hotels. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> you can tell she's really trying to do the moans herself without having to play a recording. Even if she sounded robotic. Robotic? Robotic. Robotic. That unique voice she had caused you to make a moan yourself. Oh, you must be close, she said. You nod. She continued to moan as you hold her. <laughs> bracket. Name. Exclamation point. Bracket. Wesley. She shouted. That was enough. After 10 minutes, you came. Is that 10 minutes after the 3 minutes? But, or is it like the 10 minutes in total, like the 5 plus 3 plus... Yes. We might have like an Excel spreadsheet or a Microsoft Access database set up so we can calculate all this. Semen erupted and landed on your legs and the ground where you sat. 
You sigh and smile. Monita add a slight giggle. Thank you. Well, I'll clean this small mess, Monita said. You kiss her on the screen and get up. Thank you, Monita, for everything, you said as she began to clean up the cum. You walk away a little dizzy, but otherwise okay. You made sure to put your pants on before leaving. You will never forget this night, and you will never forget the feelings that you and Monita shared on that night. The end. She doesn't have feelings. Exactly. <sighs> Tartled, man? A little bit. That was good, though. Cleansed. I feel like I reached my sexual peak a couple times tonight. Brought to you by PizzoneConspiracies.org. <laughs> Is that what we decided to name the website? No, I'm just going to change the name every time I talk about it from now on. That their cow zones are not fucking strombolies. No, PizzoneWars.com. Barack Obama <laughs> presents the Pizzone from coming back to America.biz. Hi there. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Fan Fiction. Be sure to check out FridayNightFanFiction.com, where you can sign up to be a guest on the show, submit fan fictions for us to read, and join our Discord server to hang out with us. All backing music used in Friday Night Fan Fiction is available via Overclocked Remix at ocremix.org. Be sure to check them out for over 3,000 fan arrangements and 60 fan arrangement albums of free video game music. Ending credits music, Koopa Nova by Diodes. We hope you enjoyed listening to this, and we'll catch you next episode.